I'm your host, Miss Amber J, and this is the Dear World Podcast, the place that if you drink your water and mind your business, you'll be just fine. We're all family here, so nothing is off limits. The goal of this podcast is to be relatable, transparent, and honest. Please turn on your notifications so that you will be alerted whenever a new episode has been posted. Don't forget to rate the podcast in your app store and share it with your family and friends. I hope that you enjoy your listening experience and welcome to the family. What's up, family? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Dear World Podcast. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 6. If you don't already know the voice behind the mic, it's your girl, Miss Amber J. This is super random and it has nothing to do with the episode, but I need to share this information with y'all. So my friend and I went to Chicago and we tried Hub 51 thanks to my sister because she was like, you know, have breakfast there, have the French toast. It's amazing. And when I tell you that that was the best French toast that I have ever had, and I don't even like French toast, but it was like Jesus had handcrafted it himself. Like they are the goat of French toast. And again, this is coming from a person that does not like French toast. So I say all that to say this one, because I'm hungry Two because I wish that I could, you know, have some more of that right now. But three, if you ever go to Chicago, make sure you go to Hub 51. Before we slide down this slippery slope of this episode, I'm just going to throw out there that this might be a trigger for some people. So we're going to just, you know, trigger warning real quick. Um, I know I'm not alone in how I feel. And I want you to listen to this episode with an open mind, an open heart, and open ears. And also just take time to reflect on your own life as I kind of go through the motions with how I feel with my life. This is a disclaimer, and I have tried really hard, like extremely hard, not to make disclaimers before I speak. But, you know, it's just one of those things that it is what it is. So with that being said, this is a no judgment zone. Don't judge me. Judge your mammy. This might be the most transparent I have ever been on an episode. And with this next statement, I don't want anybody to think that I am considering harming myself or that it has crossed my mind, any of that. But currently, I don't think that I live a life worth living. And I don't mean that I want to die. I don't mean that I want to harm myself. I literally just mean I don't think I'm living a life worth living. And I'm not sure if I started to feel like this in the middle of the pandemic or if I've always felt like this in the back of my mind and it just came to the surface. I'm not sure. I'm still working through my SHIT. Um, (laughs) But currently I work from home. So there can be a whole week where I don't go outside until Saturday or Sunday. And I do the same thing every day. I work then I do my schoolwork and then maybe I'll read or watch something on TV or on my iPad. And then I go to sleep and I wake up and I do the same thing over and over and over again. And I've been doing this same routine for the past year and a half. And like I said, I don't know if this is something that has always been in my mind and it just got brought to the forefront, the surface, or this is just something that has been recently brought on by the pandemic and the redundancy of the pandemic. I've said this in previous episodes, I'm pretty good about self-awareness. So one thing I do know about myself is that I overthink. I get stuck in my head and, you know, I climb further and further and further into this rabbit hole, which makes it 10 times harder for me to pull myself out of these moments that I have and out of my thoughts. So I've been working on trying not to believe everything that I think about myself. 
sometimes, well, I should say oftentimes, I have a lot of negative affirmations. And that sounds crazy because the affirmation is supposed to be positive. But I think just how we have positive affirmations, we have negative affirmations. And sometimes my negative affirmations about myself override the positive ones. So I've actively been trying not to believe everything that I think about myself. And I feel like in the current moment of my life, I feel like a failure. And it's super crazy, but I think more often than not, I'm hypercritical of myself. And I also do this weird shit where I condemn myself before other people even get the opportunity to do so. I suppose we can go ahead and call a spade a spade and say that that is a defense mechanism. Basically, I beat myself down before other people have the opportunity to do so. And when I look back on my life, I know that I have matured. I know that I have grown. I know that I have progressed. And I most certainly know that today I'm in a better position than what I was in two years ago. But I still cannot help but to feel that I'm not living up to my potential. I can't help but to feel that my life doesn't have meaning, that I'm not utilizing my time that God has given me to the best of my ability. Interesting enough, the other day as I was going through the emotions and sorting out my thoughts and trying to distinguish what I should be believing, what I shouldn't be believing, I came to the conclusion that I always work harder for companies and jobs than what I do for myself and my goals and what I'm trying to build. That within itself is very limiting. That within itself is what leaves me oftentimes feeling unfulfilled and unmotivated and unsatisfied with life. All right, family, stay with me. So all of those things, all of that thinking, all of that overthinking, all of that processing, it led me to believe that I need counseling. It directed me in the direction that I needed counseling. And I say that because I am carrying things in my suitcase that I no longer need to carry. And yes, we all have baggage. That's why I say it's in my suitcase. We all have baggage. We're going to have baggage until the day that we die. But sometimes we carry baggage that no longer is necessary. Why are you carrying sweatpants when it's 90 degrees? That type of baggage. So I came to the conclusion that I need to go ahead and just have counseling because I have these spurts where I'm doing well, I'm working on my goals, I'm feeling good, but then up, I hit a bump in the road or my thoughts start to take control, the thoughts that are not true, that I'm you know, believing that are not true again, don't always believe what you think. And I stumble and I get into this pit that I'm in right now. But then I get just enough energy to get up and keep going. And I'll go for a little while, go for a little while. But then, oop, I hit another bump. And now I'm into that same pit. And it's because I don't resolve the things that I need to resolve. Again, I just get enough energy to get up and keep moving forward until I hit that next bump that is either a trigger or it's something that kind of puts me on a downward spiral. And it's just a repeat cycle. So, I need to go to counseling in order to unpack my suitcase of things that no longer need to be in there. And that can be people, that can be thoughts, that can be patterns, habits, whatever the case may be. I have just been able to identify that that is the issue. But I need a little professional help in distinguishing those things. As people, and I'm speaking for myself, but I know other people can relate to this, I feel like we're good at holding on to things that no longer serve us because those things are familiar. And it's hard to let go of what's familiar because that's our comfort zone. That's where we feel safe. I'm at the point that I'm tired of living in my safe zone, but simultaneously I'm afraid to get out of it because it's all I've ever known. It's my safe space. But... 
I know that I have to get out of it because it's making me so unhappy. And that's why I say, again, I need to go to counseling and unpack these things in my suitcase that no longer need to be there. The things that are holding me back, the things that continue to pull me back when I, you know, get an inch away or get two inches away, they reel me back in. The second part of my problem is that I focus too much of my time and attention on what could go wrong. And again, that attests to not believing everything that you think. And it also made me realize that I need to work on my self-esteem and not my self-esteem in a sense of how I physically look at myself, but how I speak to myself, how I view myself in a sense of my capabilities and all of the things that I have going for myself. Of course, we know that things aren't always going to go as planned or things are not always going to run seamlessly, but I don't always have to think the worst about a situation or give light or shed light on these negative annotations. Let's keep it a book. I am a very strategic person. I like things to be in a certain order. Um, I don't live life on the fly. I'm not going to say that I'm not spontaneous, but at the same time, I'm not spontaneous when it comes to living everyday life. Now, if I'm on vacation and I'm trying something new, I'm all for it. I am game. I'm always down for an adventure. But when it comes to my everyday life, I do not deviate from a certain plan. And I've come to realize that that's a fucking problem. I can't complain about my life being redundant, but then not want to do anything outside of that redundancy. And going back to self-esteem, I've also realized how I speak to myself and how I overall view myself also affects how I interact with other people and how I think other people view me. Um, I realized that I do a lot of projecting about how I feel about myself onto other people and how I think they view me. Ultimately, I just want to be happy and live a fulfilling life. And I know in order to do that, I have to overcome the things that are holding me back, the things that continue to be an issue in my life. It's clearly been one of them things that I've tried to ignore by putting a Band-Aid on, thinking that it was going to get better with time. But obviously, it's an infection that just keeps getting worse and worse and worse, but I'm hiding it with Band-Aids. So it's time to rip off the Band-Aid, address these things, and move forward and actually progress. Basically, I get in my own way, and I've been playing defense against myself for longer than I can count. And I don't even have to worry about other people counting me out because I count myself out. Y'all, have I been living a definition of insanity? Like, the fuck? If you are like me, or if I said anything that resonated with you, I need you to listen, and I need you to listen well. Today is the perfect day to make the first step towards changing your life. Your life has purpose. Your life has meaning. You are loved and you are deserving of happiness. My dear, it is time for change. It is time to unpack those suitcases. It's time to let go of all the things, people, situations, circumstances that no longer serve you, that no longer bring purpose to your life, things that are holding you back, things that make you doubt yourself, things that make you belittle yourself, things that make you feel poorly about yourself. It's time to stop overthinking and overanalyzing. It's time to stop being overcritical of yourself. 
It's time to stop putting more energy into your negative thoughts than you do your positive thoughts. Know that this is a process. It's going to be full of trial and error. It's not going to be easy. But remember, the best version of yourself is yet to come. Head up. You've got this. Well, family, that's all for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Do me a favor, share it with a family member or a friend. Again, I'm your host, Miss Amber J, and this is the Dear World Podcast. Drink your water, mind your business. <laughs>